Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Hey guys, welcome to another week of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. I'm your host, Amanda from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have a super cool guest uh, from the hit Bravo show, Summer House from season three, Hannah Burner. So happy to be here, Amanda. Yay, I'm so happy too. Thank you. You're like way too tall for that mic for a minute. No, I just have a really long torso. I'm like literally, you guys, she is tall. She is skinny. I don't know what's (laughs) happening. I'm like, um, why did you lose 10 pounds before coming here so I can be jealous? I literally chugged a coffee an hour ago. It went right through me. I am like, I lost my water weight. I lost any weight that was inside me. You're seeing me at my prime right now. She is at a prime, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Not that you... Like, I watched um, season three of Summer House and loved it. Thank you. Have you, did you watch season one and two? No. Okay, so you are a convert. I am, I am, no, because I was a VPR for people listening that know, like, VPR, like, love that shit. And I'm then there a was VPR a, stand all, stand all day. Really? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. I went through, like, the worst breakup and I got through it with Vanderpump Shut Rule. the fuck up. <laughs> like, every night, I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. So I just was like, I'll watch Sheena cry about her divorce. This will and, make like, me feel see better. everyone be horrible to each other and feel better about your life. But they felt like my best friends. Like, Legit. I'm like, I just want to live in their friend world. And I never thought that like a year or two later, I'd be like on Bravo. Friends with them, <laughs> like legit. Life is crazy. The thing is with reality, and like I want to talk about Summer House in that way too, because Summer House may even be more relatable than VPR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would argue that's why people, especially your age and like New Yorkers. Um, Hannah. What? Am I older than you? Is that why you're saying I'm your saying age? Our age. Okay. Millennials. Our, say our age then. She's like, how old are you? I'm 27. We're the same. I'm 31. You also came at me when I first, you were like, you look really skinny and like a caring, and a caring, you guys. Mo- no, like a caring <laughs> mom way. You were like, are you okay? And I'm like, honey, I've been stressed. But I did eat a lot for 4th of July and I'm proud of it. But you have a good metabolism if the coffee runs through you. I have a good metabolism. Apparently Botox won't stay in me long But you have to like have either. that athletic body that we all know and love and you can't get like too skinny on us. Thank you, I'm going to Jamila Jamil your ass. Are you kidding me? I would, I like, if I don't eat, I lose my mind. Yeah. Like I'm not a functional, I don't forget to eat lunch. Oh like, my God. My 
Like I need like four thousand calories a day to be no, happy. Shut up! You don't actually. <laughs> no, I'm bro. <laughs> I don't count calories, but let's just say I don't miss a meal. Yeah, no, don't miss a meal, and that's another relatable thing about Summer House. It's a small relatable thing, <laughs> aside from the fact that everyone like works and shit. Is that everyone like eats and would, eats at night and comes back drunk and eats? Oh, there's more late night eating than the actual dinner because we're always fighting during the dinner. But I. They said they were going to put a montage together of me eating. They never did. I'm not upset about it, but I do think about it sometimes. <laughs> you do I it. You're a video eat editor. So much. Like when everyone starts fighting, I just start. I'm like, Paige, can I have your calamari? Because we order nice stuff, but <laughs> no they're busy fighting. They're busy fighting. So I eat, and it. everyone's really skinny. Yeah, I definitely eat the most of the girls. Really, um, but I also being growing up being an athlete, I. I just am always hungry. I don't know. I've just trained my body to be like being eat. an athlete. You can actually eat five thousand calories. Oh yeah, during college, like Michael Phelps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were saying like, did you lose weight? I actually just gained weight during summer house because I'm not a professional drinker like they are. And I said that in the beginning. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to party with you guys. So did you not drink? Oh, I tried because I'm competitive. And then what happened? I just gained like 10 pounds of alcohol weight that I didn't have before. Oh, really? Like I, I, I'll go out on a Friday and then I'm out for the rest of the weekend. I'll go out once a week like and i Like your I'm hangovers good. are bad. My hangovers are bad and like I prefer staying in. Yeah. But I like that like one night of socializing. I don't need two in a row. You don't need I two saw in you a row. guys yesterday. Why do we have to do this again? But how do you keep up? Because like VPR, I remember watching it. First of all, They're I was like, Amanda, you need too. to up your game. Like- <laughs> Really start drinking more because everyone's doing it. <laughs> it's so bad. And then I'm like, no one can drink this much. And then you watch Summer House. You and again, the bottles and the pouring into the mouth. Ma- I'm pretty sure I saw you with bottles pouring in, pouring well, into your mouth. Yeah, Lindsay, like whenever she sees me, she somehow pulls out of her pocket. I don't know how it fits, but one of those uh, fireball things and throws it in my mouth. And then I fart cinnamon for the rest no, of the day. No, um, It's not great. And then you're just, it's eating, it's drinking. Danielle Oliveira in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm like stress eating and drinking this whole time. She goes, oh, we're all going to turn into pork chops at the oh, end of this. No. She's like, you just have to accept it. Yeah. The thing is, it's probably hard because you want to be like where everyone's at, but you don't want to like gain a hundred pounds <laughs> and like feel like shit. So what do you do? But I also, like I'd be so lame. Week, I'd be like, I'll have like half a glass of wine. During like, the I'm week, drunk. I was so tired that like, and it's kind of stress that I wouldn't work out. I normally like to work out like one to three times a week. I'm yeah. being honest. Um, Say one. Ideally, it's more I'd like four, but I <laughs> Hannah, have one is more. The last relatable. time I did four, I can't remember. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I didn't. If I went on that show, being like, I want to look perfect, I want to be aspirational. I would have been like lost my mind. Yeah. But I went on just being like, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be myself. I mean, being real is such a corny thing to say, but I I just wasn't going to try to be something I wasn't. You definitely weren't. And I weren't. think that's why the show, you're like, girlfriend, you, you were, were not real. We saw you. <laughs> no, when I, like, we're going to go back for a minute and just be like, what Summer House, if you haven't yes. seen it, and why you should watch it and, and everything. why you should feel bad about yourself if you haven't watched right. it, because it's just straight disrespect to me. Right. And then, which is why, do you know when, when, um... I reached out to Hannah and wanted to have her on this podcast. Like I knew she was doing cool shit on Instagram. You were also working at Bitches doing videos and you write like funny, which yours are like memes in the way minor memes. Cause I don't really do memes, but I like just write like one liners and that's kind of what, what you do. Yeah. I just, yeah. I tweet not on Twitter. So yours are really funny. Thank and, you. um, 
So, so that's part of the reason I wanted her on. And then I was like, Summer House, Bravo, duh, which made me watch your season. And I was like, I'll watch a couple episodes. And then I got sucked in. Wait, what made you watch the season? You, babe. Because I told you to on no, Instagram? No, because, because you were coming on and I wanted to like see what you were doing. I wanted to like so stalk you IRL. So as a Bravo, you call yourself, well, you're like a Bravo. I'm like actually certified Bravo Certified. Holla. Did you go to like the events and stuff? Yeah. I'm obsessed with you. So from your perspective, <laughs> what did you think of Summer House? So I was telling Hannah before that I'm a VPR ambassador. NBD. Um, no, for like, I, I know I'm late to the game, but what's nice about everyone who follows me on Instagram, no one's like, um, you're late to the game. <laughs> like people accept me for being like, I'm a VPR ambassador 17 years later. Like whatever, I don't care, but I'm passionate about it. So it makes up for lost time. But I think that's the great thing about Bravo is discovering a show and then being able to binge it. Like I haven't Watch Real Housewives of New York from the beginning. I have it. And recently I started. Oh my God. Southern Charm, I like didn't Everyone's watch. Everyone's telling me I, to start it now. They're episode five and six. I mean, season five and six were great. Um, and yeah, VPR. I was just watching whenever it was on TV. And finally I was like, let's go to bravotv.com. Hashtag not sponsored, but kind of sponsored. <laughs> and go from the very beginning and see Stassi season one and embrace it. And I'm in a quarter her shit, the way she would like fucking tell Jax that she's going to murder him, cut his ball into balls into pieces, like live for that. I think I was shocked because like I watch reality TV, yeah, but I, like that kind of reality TV I hadn't seen in a while. The level of mean they are to each other is absurd, but I like, there's something, obviously I love Summer House as I experienced it <laughs> because we don't have any scenes where people are like, Hannah, Go get coffee and talk to Paige about this. We just show up at a house. We're mic'd up. That's fun. And you don't know what's Wait, going is on. It, okay. We're going to go back for a second. Yeah. Um, Summer House. Mm-hmm. First of all, it started as a crossover with Vanderpump Rules. That was like the initial way it was introduced. And I think it's like people in the network might regret it now because really? we don't want to be... We are like young like Vanderpump, but I feel like it was so hard to compare. First of all, they're old already they're older now <laughs> but there's i mean kyle's 36 yeah but there's no way to compare this new blossoming show to this established like seven season right, seven but you know what people reminded me with that is that that's how they introduced vanderpump through yes. real housewives of beverly yes. hills but i think that real housewives of beverly hills it was such a natural transition where people thought that summer house was like being forced down their throats like they felt it like kind of feel like that i got tricked it did i watched that crossover episode and i was like who are these like annoying white rich people oh my god when you had no idea that you're gonna be one of them it's so fucking weird i was actually i'll be honest i remember i was like deep in my like vanderpump like life are you okay oh yeah no i'm good i she's was like a giraffe I, I guys got, like literally she's reaching the ceiling my somehow. like legs were sweating got kind of stuck and oh, now i'm good that happens um <laughs> but i was also like what the fuck like i want to watch vanderbilt like why are you right even though kyle was funny with how he hit on stassi and told her she's steve jobs kyle said he was black out that whole episode doesn't remember any of it he was the best thing in that episode though because he told stassi she looks like steve jobs i don't think the cast knew what they were doing like it was the first time they were ever filming and i think they all just got really drunk and that was like the only footage they could use was oh like God. Kyle and then he the like went tub. to snack and I was like okay Kyle's drunk eating is an art form <laughs> he like <laughs> should do it like Ted talk about it 
It's fascinating, beautiful. And he's like still super fit and like doesn't have he an ounce of He claims that fat. during the week he's like super clean and then just destroys his body on the weekend. But like I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. Yeah, no, that doesn't seem like 80-20. I'm like, when does your metabolism start to slow down? Like you're literally 36, Kyle. Kyle. That's my Amanda voice. Which like, okay, Hannah's super hot, like we've said, <laughs> on the show on season three and also IRL. <laughs> but like Amanda Batula, what the fuck is your body and why her, is it fair to life? Her body doesn't make sense. Like her boobs are real, right? I'm what sorry. What you don't know, I'm going to give you some behind the scenes, is I actually have to hold her up in scenes so she doesn't tip over because of her beautiful bosoms. I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> but like if you look at her body, she says she has like big feet and that's how her body stabilizes. <laughs> You should listen. So I have a mental health comedy podcast, Burning in Hell. I had her on and I was wanting to get in. I was like, what are your insecurities? What are your fears? What are your anxieties? And she was like, I'm perfect. I hate my boobs. She's like, they're too big. I I get sexualized when I don't want to. I can't Mm. wear the shirts I want to. She's like, I want a boob reduction. (gasps) And people like lost it as in they were like it was so refreshing to hear like her perspective. And so many girls were like, I feel the same way about my boobs. You know, you can't. It's a lose-lose with tits, it's, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Too small, too big. I can big. understand that. I can understand big boobs being like a burden a little and bit. Then Paige, did you see when I threw her chicken cutlets at her in Summer no, House why Season didn't 3? I see, but I saw the It episodes. was like a very like quick blip, but yeah. she would just like stuff her boobs oh. with these little chicken cutlets. And I've never seen this before. And she put them in my drawer and I just, it was already like weekend 10. I'd already lost my mind and I just started throwing them at her and we couldn't stop laughing because she was kind of trying to hide them. And then I was like, I'm so sorry on national television. I just threw your chicken cutlets at you. The truth is, Amanda wants Paige's flat chest so she could wear Paige's cute outfits. Paige wants Amanda's boobs so she, so she can, can feel more sexual. Boobs. And I'm like, why don't we all just be happy love with our bodies? bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really just how you hold yourself and conduct yourself within your body because we're all just souls. You that was th- profound. Really I don't know Hannah, where that went. Are we all just souls? I don't know. Okay. Do you ever look in the mirror? And this is about to get weird. Do you ever look in the mirror? <laughs> and... You just feel like, you're like, what is this body yes. I'm in? Yeah. You're like, what is this like flesh that I'm just in? Yeah. Like, I don't or even do, know do my face. Do you ever look at yourself and like, you're like, who, uh, who oh, is yeah, that? I have that. I've had that since I was like seven or eight. It's like I a weird. I should talk to someone about it. I just get like that out of body experience yeah. where I'm like, what is this life we're living in? And I don't even smoke weed. You don't smoke weed. You look like you would smoke weed. I love people who do. I actually have like, I have anxiety. Like I'm a control freak. And when I lose control of my mind, I like lose it. So if, when I'm high, I just feel really dumb and I can't form senses and then I freak out about not forming senses. And yeah. I can't smoke weed because it will legit give me a panic attack or like I'm yeah. so scared it will that it just you will. Get one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, inevitable. Even if I like, won't, I will. People say like keep smoking and it'll get better. And I'm like, this seems like a terrible idea. But you know what, Hannah? It's not true because I know a lot of potheads <laughs> and they accept their bad highs. Like if they'll, they'll also get a bad high, but yeah. they're like, it's fine. Like I feel like shit, like I'm too high, but this is my drug of choice. Yeah. And like, I can't. Like and and I smoked in college, like before my anxiety, I think, was like higher. And I was like, I can't feel my legs. I see. I don't like not feeling my I limbs. Know. I don't like that. I was I like, who are you it. that you used to like think that's funny? I was like, it's noodles. I'm noodles. <laughs> like today, I would be like, ambulance, like ER, like what's wrong? So I kind of missed that. I kind of missed that, like me, like thinking it was. I'm just like 
it doesn't solve any problems for me to like lose my mind. So I'm trying to like, but maybe cont- like you have anxiety. I'm trying to saying. work on the current mind I have. Yeah. So I've da- I've dated guys who like do crazy drugs, which is a weird thing because I'm like very I'm pretty straight edge. Besides chugging um, Fireball in Summer House. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, sometimes if you do a certain drug, like you just see life in a new perspective and oh, like it changes and your stuff? vision. And I'm like, yeah, but I had a friend once who had a bad acid trip and now she like gets weird flashbacks all the time. Oh my God, that's I just don't scary. fuck with that. Yeah. Like I'm scared enough of my sober brain. Why would I? But you know, it's weird because you grew up in New York. Yeah. So oh yeah, kids did, are doing acid at so like So how did 11. you not try or did you try Because I was a tennis nerd. Mm. So like every weekend when kids were in Central Park, like- putting whatever up their assholes I was that was supposed to be a drug but I didn't mean like that in a sexual term (laughs) putting like doing whatever crystal meth yeah I was at a tennis tournament and that's just how I was that's good so it like saved you from being like a New York City teen I missed the like drug addict side but then I got the like um stressed out you know, perfectionist, anxiety, athlete side. But yeah. You, so it's, it's... It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... Like everything we've talked about has been a lose-lose today. Has it? I mean, we're, we're getting... We got real. We got real. I mean, girl, we're the realest. We're so fucking real right like, now. Like, you guys, it feels like I know Hannah for a gazillion years. So um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and be uh, right back. Okay, so we delved, we delved. Can you say that? Yeah. Okay, we delved good right one. into shit. Because um, I'm like half Israeli, so sometimes like I feel like my vocabulary in each language isn't like where it should be. So I get insecure sometimes. I wish I could say that I'm just have so many languages in my head I can't focus. Hablo español también. Wait, that's so hot. I love Spanish. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, okay, you guys. So I like know Hannah, like knew of her, wanted her on my podcast, watched Summer House season three, which I'm going to go back. I should yeah, watch we, one and two. You were letting me take the conversation into weird places. No, we, I like that. I listened to her podcast today, you guys, like, and I was scared. I was like, she's going to ask me a really scary question. <laughs> and she has this like sound effect on her podcast. If you guys want to check it out, Burning in Hell, where it's like, Mwahaha. and I was like, okay, I talk about the Kardashians. Like, are we going to vibe? <laughs> like what's happening? Um, I mean, I like dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like I'm it too. I'm sick in the head. Like cynical, dry. Yeah. I don't I don't like having to I never feel like as women we're trained to like laugh lightly and like and give space for men to make jokes and like speak about proper things. And yeah, I don't she give already a talked fuck about, about like that shit. shitting, like burping. It's my kind of girl I'm for breaking real. the stigma of all that stuff and I think having a comedy podcast that I bring people on and talk about like their darkest demons. Yeah. I think is like refreshing in a way. On yours. It's almost like light and refreshing. Well, mm. I'm going to have a man on mine. We're doing a little crossover episode, but this is our first step. We're just p- dipping our toe in the water. Yeah. We're dipping our You're toe in the water. Fine. You're from Israel. You're tough. I know. I told her I've been through wars. It's actually <laughs> funny because today, like, you know, the time hop app. Yeah. So like a picture popped up from like the war. Were you in the military? No, okay. I wasn't. But, you, should like, t- you should tell people that though. That I wasn't? Yeah, that you were. It would be cooler. Oh, yeah, it would be. Um, I wasn't. And usually, like, I, w- I would wanted, I would have wanted to. Like, the way college is here for us, where yeah. we, like, don't come out of it more mature, um, 
You the, come out of it way more you, confused. You come out of it confused and like stupid. Um, in You've Israel, lost brain cells, and you're like, "Did I make out with the girl? <laughs> like, what did I do?" Um, in Israel, you're like at 18 in the army, so like it definitely shapes you in a way that people like go through some shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. crazier shit than like. Do they others. give you like ways? You don't to have an option. Transition out though, like like do they give you? Um, Maybe like therapists or some kind of like, um, dude, because I, I don't can, know. The There's trauma some, must be intense. The trauma for, I mean, I have friends that have seen their friends get yeah. killed in front of them and shit like that until today they have PTSD. So like, I don't I know, know how much once the you're army, done, do they just like kick you back? Because I mean, I've, as you know, Summer House, Lindsay's ex was this guy, Everett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Everett is actually a really cool guy and he has this organization called Heal Our Heroes because he was a, he's in the military, I believe. He's still in the military? No, he's a veteran now, but. He's been raising money to help with like suicide prevention oh, so and PTSD stuff. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I've seen a lot of like uh, documentaries and and stuff in Israel about um, you know people that do have PTSD from the army, and obviously they're complaining that the army doesn't give enough. Yeah, because um, they might pay for uh, disability, or you might get like money. I'm not really sure, but yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of. Um, I think overall, we're all getting more aware that your physical body is as important as your mental state of mind. Oh, my God. Sometimes, you know what? I went to the doctor today. Oh, cute. She has a little Band-Aid. I do. I hate blood. Like, there's, I put on my Instagram if you guys follow me. I'm scared of everything, so obviously blood tests. You'd be so bad at war. I'd be (laughs) so bad. But maybe I would have had less. Maybe I'd be, like, tougher or something. I don't know. I wish I would have went through, like, like I've gone through some shit, like, when we... We'll discuss on Burning in Hell. Or, like, IRL. Mm -hmm. But, um... (laughs) She's like, I'm, like, not on your podcast. Um, I'm not that open. (laughs) But, uh, so at the doctor's today, I was talking to him about, like, anxiety, and he sort of brushed me off. It felt like because it was oh. like what are your and I told my mom later um, my mom like at 8 a.m. I'm like trying to get deep with her she's like what do you want <laughs> I told my mom later I was like no he like kind of brushed me off because like it, any mental health stuff that you have going on it's called like the invisible I don't know if they say this in English and Hebrew they do it's like the in, invisible disease meaning yes. you look at me I'm blonde I'm cute I look perky. I'm adorable. I look like normal and healthy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can't know if I'm like freaking out right now, if my heart beats on 200, yeah. if I'm like sweating, if I'm going through shit in my head. So that's why a doctor can look at me when I say I have an anxiety, for instance, and be like, you're fine. When you, know? you go to your yearly checkup, they go through a list and they're like, have you like had headaches? Right. Um, have you exactly. had diarrhea? Are you depressed? They ask it so casually yeah. to the point that you're just like, no. <laughs> you don't when know. It's like, um, and also they don't even say like, they don't describe like what it is. They shouldn't say, are you depressed? They should be like, oh, like, have you had trouble getting out of bed anytime? So there was a question like that today. There was like, are you like, do you have less like and drive, uh, drive to do things or like leave your house? And that's not like where I'm at, thank God, today. <laughs> today, um, today I left I'm my like, house. Today I'm okay, but yesterday... No, but it was just weird because I'm like, I, with anxiety, and, and I remember seeing that in an Israeli documentary about the army. I don't know how you got to see your hand. Now we were talking about Summer House. I am twisting this no, all she over is the place. Twisting it. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, so the army and mental health. Um, <laughs> no, but, but so going back, and we'll definitely talk about those things. Um, that's another thing that made me relate to you and be like, whoever told us that we were meant to like meet were right because like you talked about anxiety also mm-hmm. on Summer House. Mm-hmm. Um and you got me really intrigued because okay, you guys, I'm being such a bad podcaster. 
season three of Summer House. I watch it. I actually put it up in my stories and my highlights. Like I recap shows. So I oh recap that. Oh my God, that. I didn't know. Yeah, now no, you have to start it. tagging me. I, I do. I do. We have to start like being Insta friends. We're not even Insta friends. I mean, I'm Insta friends with you, I think. Really? No, you're not. This is Let's about to be so live. awkward. <gasps> One of us is going to be pissed. <gasps> Let's see. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I was trying to play hard to get. Who knows? No, stop. Oh no, we both don't. We're following each other now. One, two. I did it before you. No. <laughs> okay, so we're officially following. So now I'll see all your stories. And also I love being made fun of, so don't hold back. Go no, babe, me. but I didn't because A, like, okay, you guys. So I, I watched Summer House season three, even though, like we said before, the crossover kind of pissed me off. And I think you're right in that, that Bravo maybe, sh- Bravo as a certified Bravoholic, maybe you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, but because I was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but as on its own, when I watch it, because I was like, oh, I want to see like how Hannah was on it and like what what was going on. I loved it. Like I didn't think twice about the fact that I have to finish it. Like it's not like I was like, oh, one episode. Um, so I want to hear about that. I want to hear about how you got to Summer House, mm-hmm. where that came from. <laughs> like how did they find you? Like what's up with that? I want to keep talking about this really war, but I'll <laughs> I'll get into this. Um, I was at Betches doing comedy videos and. I mean, I actually, I was a tennis player and then after college, I went into sales because my dad was a salesman. I was like cold calling. No. I was literally cold call, crying in the bathroom, cold call, crying in the bathroom. <laughs> but I was doing well, like I was making good money. Really? But it was one of those early things I'm glad I experienced because I realized that like it doesn't matter how much money you're making, if you're miserable, the number in your bank account is like invisible and the person's right now in my head was miserable. So I was like, I want to get into strategy. So I got into like marketing. What'd you go to school for? Communications. Same. But it was basically tennis with like a little communications on the side. <laughs> like because we communications. Were tr- like how are you a little <laughs> like are you like like today when I say like communications, I feel like kind of dumb. No, well everyone says it's like the go-to major when you don't know what to major in. But right. I literally was like my brother will make fun of me because he like is a financial analyst engineer. Who the fuck knows? What <laughs> and he's younger than me. And he's like, oh, why don't you go do your communications? I'm like, yeah, I have a fucking podcast and a TV show that's True. called Communications. True. So with that said, I also learned how to edit in college. So keep uh, that in the back of your head. That's uh, part of the story. Mm-hmm. I learned how to edit um, videos. But I never, I wanted to be like a sports broadcaster, but I didn't want to go to a small town because I was from New York City. So I just squashed that dream because I wanted to be in New York City. (laughs) At the time, I was like, I don't want to go to Kansas City. This is disgusting. Wait, why do you have to? Because to get on TV. You have to be like on WCN. You have to start at a really small town. Mm. I think I just, I was scared of doing that. So so. you wanted to be like sports and you wanted to be on TV. So you had yeah. that, you wanted to be on TV. But I, it was a very subconscious thing. And I was always very goofy and silly, but I don't know if people would be like, oh, Hannah's funny. <laughs> It'd be funny looking, but like I was always the, so silly and so goofy, but I never was like telling jokes. I yeah. was never like, what's the deal with tennis? <laughs> so, then, so then I went to marketing and it was boring as shit. Like I would literally just like come up with captions for... I was like social media marketing, whatever. It was just boring and nothing good ever happened or bad. It just was like very blah. So I quit my job one day, just quit and was like, I want to do video. Like I saw the old YouTube videos I did for Wisconsin where I learned how to edit. I did some like sports broadcasting at University of Wisconsin for like three, four months. And I just started manifesting it. Not, I didn't even know what manifesting was at the time, but I just remember thinking video. I want to do video. So I started interning for free at 25 years old and my friends were like 
you okay, bro? <laughs> um, at this co- company scout.com that did like college sports. And I was like, I was like helping them. I did a random tennis photo shoot with Jordan Veroy from Summer House. I didn't know him at the time. This is August of like, this is like three years ago. This like douchey guy walks in with shades on and we get put in this trailer for like six hours waiting to hit like a couple tennis balls for some photos. And he was telling me all about his career. And I was like, I'm trying to get into video. Six months later, he LinkedIn messages me because I didn't have his number or his Instagram. And he goes, hey, I'm working for Betches and they're looking for a video content creator and you were like very outgoing. And um, what do you think? Shut the fuck up, Hannah. I, this is a real story. A like Jordan from Summerhouse, everyone who I have a gazillion questions about, <laughs> Hannah. I could get him on your podcast if you want. Wait, but can you tell me for a second? So you meet him. Yeah. You don't have any videos like on your. In, you don't have like an Instagram at that point, or like you have a like I a was personal one with six hundred followers. So you d- weren't. So he just knew you were interested in it. He I, didn't. That's literally, crazy. This, you this left message a mark on was him. so weird. But Jordan's a great connector. Like he oh, loves. Good. He knows a lot of people, and he was a recruiter growing up. Mm-hmm. Like went out of college, um. So. The job description he sent me wanted five years experience for a video producer at Betches. And I kind of like scoffed at it and laughed, but I'm not one to give up. So I was like, I was like, what do they need from me? And he's like, just send them a sample video of like how a Betch goes to the gym or like how a Betch would go about something. And I put together a video on my phone. Of you? Of me like trying to find like yoga pants and it's all black and I can't find it and go to the gym and I'm like... I just, I just. Who filmed you? I filmed it with my own phone. Oh, you filmed and it cut on your it phone. up. Yeah. Sent it to them, and they were like, "Hey, this is funny. Come in." And I came in with like a ton of ideas, and they were like, "You have no experience. <laughs> we don't know who you are. You're a literal stranger from the street. We'll pay you a couple dollars a week." And was it really like that? Freelance. Was it like just not good money? Oh, it was three hundred dollars a week. To, to do how many to videos? To freelance, to just like start. They had no video department and they were like, let's just oh, see what you could do. Oh, they were smaller then? Yeah. The, I was the seventh hire. Oh my God. So we, we, I literally was just doing graphic videos at first where I would, I called it Betch's boot camp. Like I honed my comedy writing skills and I would just like be like um, the top 10 ugly hot guys in movies or like... Um, you won't believe what these models are eating to get skinny and like yeah. make fun of it. Because Betches is such a funny brand yeah. of like making fun of right. all the stupid shit going no, on in really pop good. culture. And my voice isn't completely Betches voice, but I almost like created my own Betches voice. And then one day they were like, can you film like a sketch? And I was like, I mean, I don't have a camera. I'm not SNL, but like I just nodded. I had this guy on my flag football team who was a wedding videographer. And I was like, can you film a one minute video? I'll pay you 50 bucks. And he was like, okay. We do a video called When Bay FaceTimes You. Yeah. And it's it's me with headphones on and you see a guy FaceTimes me. And, and I go, hold on one sec. I need to find my headphones. I run out to the um, bathroom and I like curl my hair, put on all this makeup and get a ring light, go up. And then I go like, Hey, what's up? We posted on Betches. It was like a 40 second video. It hits a million views. Oh my God. And I mean, they have like 5 million followers, but like it did well. It did well. Like the response was great. It was a video being like how you like, it was a meme video. Yeah. 
And they were like, can you do this three times a week? And I was like, yeah. And then I just got to like- Three videos a week, like three funny videos a week. Yes. So I literally would just like write all these scripts. I was out of my mind when I think about it now. I'd write all these scripts. I would cast it. I would produce it. I got a video guy and he would shoot it and then I'd edit it. And I was like in this like creative- like I was meeting all these cool people. I mean, I was getting my ass kicked from work, but like I was doing what I dreamed what of. What you wanted to do. I yeah. was making videos. Wow, that's cool. And I was acting in them, but I was very selective of like what I'd put myself in. I didn't want to look like I was like thirsty. Thirsty. Yeah. Um, because I mean, my shit was still private. I, like I was still. So, but I slowly started to grow a little. Um, because I was in some of the Betches videos, but like I had the like horoscope ones. So I started doing. Was horoscopes. that your idea? That was, so my idea, I pitched. I was like, what if like we did a weekly horoscope series People where I made fun of horoscopes? Shit, right? The first one I remember, I was like, I would see exactly what it was. So it was real. Like I'd be like, oh, the moon is in Uranus. But then I'd be like, which means like I'd look at something accurate, but yeah. then I'd twist it to be betchy. Like <laughs> yeah. let's say it really said like, make sure you have boundaries. I'd be like, if so if you're going on a date and he wants to do anal, don't do it unless you like haven't had Mexican food in three weeks because it won't be safe. And and then I just come up with it every week. It was now you're making me miss it. But anyway, oh. it was so fun. Yeah. But then through meeting people, fast forward, my I interviewed Carl Radke and Stephen McGee from Summerhouse. Stephen was Steven? a he was a, a member on first on first and second. Okay. So I interviewed them. I'd never watched Summerhouse. I like made I don't even know. You didn't even watch it for the interview. Like you had no idea. It was like a five minute interview. Like I just, like I, I watched, I looked at a summary. I watched like a trailer and then I guess they were casting and I'd seen like Lindsay out. I'd see Danielle out, but I wasn't friends with them really. What do you mean you'd see them out? Like I don't bet, see people out. I Hannah. guess with betches we'd have like events, events. and we'd invite like reality I people. See, I see, I see. So I was in a world where in I started world. to meet people, and that's why with my podcast I've had such a great network because I think I met so many people. Yeah. Through just like being in that entertainment field. In, yeah. Um, but people who are listening, like this isn't this wasn't like a ten year process. Like I literally just started manifesting what I wanted, and within like a year and a half I was. That's amazing. Like in it. Yeah. And I mean, you can speak to that too, as in like, this is what you wanted and you're doing it. It's, if you make it a huge unattainable thing in your head, then you get, you scare yourself. 100%. But if you're just like, this is what I'm meant to do. It's just yeah. what you're meant to do. Yeah. Don't, don't scare, be scared of your dreams like that. Um, but I get a call basically like, Hey, like your name's been thrown around. Like, let's start. What's so it's definitely from you though, being in the videos. I think that because otherwise, like, I think I don't know if they. I think they heard like Bravo heard of me from just like knowing the cast members. Yeah, and then I guess you can look and see my videos. Um, but then stuff kind of changed. I got casted. And what, what, um, what were the auditions like? I mean, there were like seven or eight. Seven or eight like, of like interviews, interviews of like because they need to make sure we had to take a. a like psychological thing and it's like have you ever you thought failed. of burning a house down <laughs> have you thought of burning a house down last year oh my god stop has a house ever burned down in your head like what? they ask you all these different ways of like because they're trying to make sure you're not lying about being a psycho and I'm like maybe now I do want to burn a house down anyway um so it was a strenuous process but and then you, knew you wanted to the whole time or it's like funny, I've while never you were tried out eight- for The Bachelor. I've never wanted to be on reality TV. My dream's always been to be on like a comedy sitcom or like a host of a TV show. And yeah. those are still my dreams. Yeah. 
But for anyone listening, for anyone, you know, for anyone casting right now, <laughs> you're like, oh, she's perfect for that role. <laughs> oh, this girl's good. Um, but I, I remember I grew up in Brooklyn going to Shelter Island, Wait, which where, is where in Brooklyn? Park Slope. Park Slope. Don't look at me like, do you know the area? <laughs> yes, I'm like, Hannah. honey. Born and raised. She's like, Park Slope. I don't know if you heard. Hannah and I. Oh God, I love it. We have so much New York attitude on this podcast right now. She's, I literally, she goes, where are you from in Brooklyn? I go, Park Slope. She goes, don't give me fucking attitude, bitch. <laughs> Do you know it? It's a little place called Park Slope. They say Park Slope cut your throat, so watch out. I had a lot of, actually, because we both went to the same high school, fucking surprisingly. Um, I know the same teachers and stuff. Pro- you think? Yeah, we're th- like, babe, all my teachers were like away. looking back at high school. I know we're the same age. We've talked about this. <laughs> um, I think I'm scarred because on Summer House, how old is Lindsay? She says three, two. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I don't know. I um, <laughs> I might have looked it up. Like, it might be in my Google search history. Like, how old is Lindsay? Because there was a scene of you being like, I don't know, maybe because they're older. There was like some scene of you. Oh, my God. That caused like serious beef. That <gasps> really? Because. People were like, oh, you're age shaming. But what happened is we didn't start they, off She was well. age shaming. Yeah, we didn't start off well. She was saying Lindsay. that you guys are like. She, well, was, she was calling us immature and stuff the whole right. time. I'm like, dude, you're three or four years older than yeah. me. Calm down. After 25, we all hate life and we're the same. Yeah, like, we're calm the same. Down. Yeah, yeah. But she was like making fun of my flirting. With who? With like. In general, she was like, you need to learn how to flirt like a oh, girl no. or something. I'm, I wanted to talk. I was pissed about that in my stories. Everyone, because like we said, like Hannah's athletic, even though she's like really skinny right now. There's no like athleticness. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she's lost her athletic ability because yeah. she's a twig. She's, no, but she. By the way, I'm a I'm five seven. I'm a solid like one forty. Good babe, because I'm very muscular. Sorry, my sister in our last episode, she was like talking about weight, and she would like set her weight, and she told she said after like cut it. She felt confident. She was like. I'm just going to say it. And she said her weight. And, and then, then she, she was like, to cut, cut it, it out. out, cut it out. And I didn't cut it out. Good <laughs> and for you. And I told my producer to cut it out. And I, and I was listening to the podcast to edit. And I was like, oh my God, it's so funny to hear you like say your weight to the world. <gasps> and she was like, no, I asked you to edit. And I was like, listen, stand behind your shit. No, because she was like talking about how you have to like accept your body. And I was like, dude, you were on Atkins two weeks ago eating like <laughs> bacon all day with I cheese. basically am like, I'm a very muscular person. Like I was born with like big calves. Like I'm just muscular. Yeah. And I like that I have a butt. I like that I have thighs. Which like I have like an image of your butt in my mind. Cause like that was one thing I think I was like kind of surprised. Cause like the whole season you were like, you were super like, even. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I have your gray underwear in my mind, babe. Oh my God. My, so everyone thinks it was granny panties. I do wear granny panties but these were boy shorts that. they were boy shorts no they were cute so Thank I love that because she w- okay so she <laughs> you had that first of all Dave British the, Dave the guy you were hooking up with on the show mm-hmm. is he in your he's, life he we're friends just friends he's like every two seconds he's about to move to London and like we started off like both newly out of a relationship and I just kind of like wanted affection from him and he was kind of like not interested. So sweet. No, but he was so sweet to you he on was, the show. Well, then I ditched him <gasps> for an Australian guy. No, okay. I ditched him for an Australian guy and then suddenly he's in love with me and then I, the Australian guy was a psychopath. Um, Do you only date international people? I think I was so scarred from my American ex that I was like, I don't want anything to remind me of well, him. Well, I really want to hear about that. Um, we're going to take a break and be <laughs> right back. 
I want to hear about your ex because you mentioned him a lot on the season. Like you were always like, my ex, my ex, my ex, my yeah. ex. And like, what the fuck did he do to you? So I dated um, this like older, successful comedian who was a huge, he didn't know it, but like during the Betches days, dating like a really successful comedian helped me so much like gain confidence in myself. Like we would just have like so much good banter and I'd watch him like put together his Is you he know, known? sets. I mean, he's like decently known. Um, and I... If you guys do digging, you can find it out. Um, but I'll let you guys search for it. <laughs> um, I actually, talk- do we hate him now? So we no, we don't hate him. Okay, he just like I was twenty six, he was like thirty four, and he was just like so into his own career, and I felt like so lucky to be with him, and I kind of changed myself to like to like make him fall in love with me, and then he did, and then I hated myself, and he was kind of like dealing with a lot of his own shit that he wasn't aware that like it wasn't a healthy thing and I ended it but I just left it kind of empty what do you mean left it kind of empty like I felt like I lost myself in it I like didn't like myself anymore and I kind of hit rock bottom I was dealing with bad anxiety because everyone was like you guys are amazing together but then I felt like not happy and then I thought I was self-sabotaging it and then I was all in my head so it just wasn't meant to be and my body and my mind was like telling me and finally I learned I just had to listen to my intuition Mm -hmm. and I think from listening to myself and realizing I was right just because other people are saying you guys look great together oh my god you're so lucky to be with him I knew it was wrong I listened to myself and then I got so much stronger in the future because I was like wait you know what you need just start listening to yourself start loving yourself and that's where I think going back to summer house when you were like, why'd you do it? I just felt a good intuition in my normal life was like going every summer I'd go to my family's um, house in Long Island. And I just Lucky was like, bitch. do you still have that? My grandpa has a house in Long Island and my parents. Cause wait, we, shelter Island. Shelter I Island. Oh, it's shelter Island, Long Island. It's in Long Island, oh, but it's, it's like all the way at that. It's, I wouldn't call it the Hamptons. It's like the Unhamptons Hamptons. Like it's much chiller. No one's like partying. Is that where you have clubs. to put the car in the boat? Yes, the ferry. Oh, the fa- on the, the ferry. ferry. And it's like a five-minute ferry from Sag Harbor or Greenport. But I don't want to tell too much because it's like a secret place. But um, it's really fun, you guys. That you is really fun. I mean, the summer in New York is super hard. Like, if you have a place to escape to. It keeps me sane. Like, I'm such a city girl, but I need that, like, getting away from people. Like, even coming here today yeah. and it's hot out and being on the subway, there was this frenetic energy that I was like, I'm... I don't know if I'm going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. No, dude, let me tell you, like, we were just talking about how we like kind of having our own schedules and stuff. And like, if people are like, I have to take the subway every day. And I'm like, how's that for you? (laughs) Listen, I put in the work. I, we went to Beacon. I lived in Riverdale at the time. You lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, I was on subways enough for the rest of my life. We've been taking subways since... Since forever. forever. And it was a 45-minute subway yeah, ride to Beacon. Too. Mine was like 45 minutes to an hour. If I you know, wanted to go out on Friday night, it would be like, should I go home? Should I not go home? I'd sit on stoops till like nighttime drinking 40s. Mm-hmm. And like I put in enough to now like either splurge on an Uber. Mm-hmm. But if there's really traffic, then it's That's better. That's so funny. My dad, who's born in Brooklyn too, he, he works from home. He's in sales. Will not like he'll go on the subway if he has to, but like he will avoid it. On He's done with it. He can't. He he sees people like driving in 
from like his house and he's just like, look at those motherfuckers. I'm so happy I'm not there. The subway, but then it's, it's I think rough. the subway is amazing. You do. Like the idea of the subway. The idea of the subway is amazing. Amazing. But the thought for me also as an anxious person and of for the Times rest of Square, your life. like to get off and like all those people. And like, so oh I God. lived in Midtown Manhattan. I lived in Herald Square. So that's where Macy's is. <laughs> So it's Why? the hell of the world. <laughs> I had an apartment that like had a gym and it was like really cheap and I had two roommates. I did that for like three or four years. Oh, wow. And then I finally like got enough money to move to Queens. So I'm in a studio in Queens oh, with my cat. In Queens. I am a Where peaceful bitch. I'm in um, Hunter's Point, like Court Square area. It's Long Island City. Oh, it's Long Island City. Which is so, so that's beautiful. really close to here now. So yeah, it took me 25 minutes. And um, like what would it like a cabbie? A cab would be like fifteen minutes. A cab, yeah, because it's it should I'm be, close. isn't it over the Fifty Ninth Street Bridge? Yeah, I'm so close. That is really close. I'm, I'm one stop away from the city, but I'm like at this age, I don't, I don't, I like partying in the Hamptons. Yeah, I do not care to like. I'll go to a bar to go out. I do the city. not. I do not go to clubs anymore. Oh my god, are you kidding? I did this interview and everyone's like, "You are this like upcoming New York City it girl. Like, where are the places to go? They're like, where are the best brunch spots? And I'm like, look, if I go out, I want to go to a diner. I want to have that like silver metal milkshake and I want like pancakes. I don't want any drunk ass people yelling at me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm an old lady. I'm an old lady too. I like going to dinners and like having a glass of wine, but going out out in the city is like... Also, now I'm lot. getting spoiled because like we're shooting a TV show. So we like go places, we have a table and, so now and <laughs> people go fun. out and I'm like, whoa, there's a line. I'm becoming a diva now. But I feel like you I'm can, a monster. can't you get through the like, how, so how is that for you? Do you feel like famous now? It's like, funny. do people recognize you? Do people come the, up to you? Well, people, because it's reality TV, people really think like they know you. Yeah. Because like you wouldn't do it to an actor. I like when what warms my heart the most is like if I'm at a bar and someone comes up to me and they're just like, your podcast is like my favorite. That's you like that's that like more. my people. Yeah. Like you're my homies. <laughs> like we're family. You know, it warms your heart and you're like, I do this for a reason. Other people yell summer house at me and I'm like, <laughs> yep, that's a show. That's a show I'm but on. But you got a good rap on summer house. You know what I mean? Like you, well, you didn't hook up with anyone in the house. So you didn't have any like drama going on. Within the house. Within the house. And... I feel like brought in British Dave. You didn't get any hate, probably, right? Did you get any messages of mean people at all? (laughs) One person said Mm -hmm. I looked like the cash me outside girl, which I thought was hilarious. That cracked me. Like, I was like, that's just really funny. (laughs) I was like, that's really funny. And then someone said I had Botox, which is hysterical. Look at my eyebrows. Like, all I love she to do is move my eyebrows. Yeah. So then I like I was had no makeup on. I was you, watching maybe was Summer confusing House. Confusing it with Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> so I like just posted a photo and I was like with, with my eyebrow. Um, we our favorite thing is to watch the episodes and we're all just on Twitter scrolling. Like we are all live tweeting. So if you, next, oh really? If we have a next season, um, um, Hannah, <laughs> I saw that you guys are filming. I cannot confirm or deny, um, but I'm we so just excited. love watching and tweeting and. We're a cast that makes fun of ourselves, but when you say like relatable, I think different from Vanderpump Rules, like we do have like, we all have different real jobs in the city, so we can't be like that insane. Right. So there's this like pressure that you can- being a bartender. And like all these people want to be actors and models, so they're just putting themselves out there where we're like really living our lives and you can tell the stress of like- 
Because you feel like it's you. Like it could be you. Yeah. I'm gonna no, go in summer. Like if I, I'm gonna get divorced and go in summer house. Yeah, like I feel you like you can't be married should, there. Assault all my husband. I know. Um, and if he loves you, he'll let you. He'll let me. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, it's funny because I did. Um, like a, uh, I answered questions on one of my podcasts, um, and someone asked me like if you had to go on any reality TV show, which would you go on? Which is a, quite a question for me. Yeah. I was like, let me take that very seriously. You were like, let me go through my Rolodex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me just think about this a real hard. And I was like, you know what? Putting everything together and like all the notes, props Summer House. Because like you said, Hamptons, mm-hmm. house in the Hamptons, pool. You get to still live your life during the week. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's such a good reality show to be on. Like you said, like your drama is drama, but it's not like drama. Also, like I've, I'm so competitive. Like I couldn't go on The Bachelor. Like it seems just like a... It's just gonna go badly. Like regardless, Babe, you've it's said gonna that go badly. A lot. I feel like you want to be on The Bachelor. No, I definitely. Like, no, we, you guys, because no, I love watching it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was the OG reality show, and I yeah. feel like so many of my single friends like they want to go. They want to be. And I'm like from dude, New York. Like, you know, they never have girls from New York. I feel like I feel like girls from like Oklahoma. <laughs> That's a good no one's question. Like no one's a hardcore. I'm with, Maybe yes, go on I'm it. friends with Izzy Goodkind, who was like... She was dating Vinny? She was dating Vinny. She She's a Connecticut Vinny girl. Over, though. I, I don't like know that. the details. I don't know. Wait, um, which, oh, I just Vinny. feel like their drama is like very hardcore reality insanity where I don't even know like what's real and what's not. We're Summer House. It's like we go to the house... And it's very like your friends could be having the same drama. But do they expect you to like... Ha- like you can't be kumbayaing all day over there. No, but it's so funny. Like, look at any friend group. You're gonna gossip. You're yeah. gonna have people you don't like. You're yeah. gonna have people you do like. I was even at my friend Sag Harbor house on the fourth, just like with their like real share house. And you felt like it could be a show. And I'm watching, and immediately I sit down, and I'm just like, who's hooking up with who? Who is annoying who? And they're like, okay, these two are definitely up. This girl. And I was like, this could be filmed. Yeah. And it's just, if you think of any friend group, you know, when you're just with your friends and you're like, this could be a good show. Yeah. I I'm always just think that about my family because everyone's crazy and there's drama every crazy. day. Yeah. And we'll sit at a dinner. I remember last season, I'm like, wow, like this can be a boring dinner. She like, said no last one's season, fighting. everyone just, uh. <laughs> Last season, we'll sit at a dinner. And it's like, and I'm like, nothing's going to happen. And then within well, 10 minutes. That's the thing. Because you're like a videographer, you're having those thoughts as like a media so person. I you're do. like, there needs to be content. No <laughs> well, one's fighting. What I had to do is like, bravo you're like, fans. Paige, what do you think about Carl? <laughs> <laughs> bravo fans. What they said was in the beginning, bravo fans are very intelligent and they can see through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, do not force any storylines. Do not be fake. Do not try to do anything because they will see through your bullshit and they will not like you. So I literally went on and I was like, if I if I'm not having drama, I'm not gonna force drama because that's not me. Yeah. And then yeah. the day I'd rather be me and not be like getting all the screen time. Yeah. Because sometimes, what would you rather get screen time but be like inauthentic like, and weird? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't always go like hand in hand. Like the more screen time you have, the more popularity you gain. Exactly. Like, exhibit A, like James Kennedy, which like I feel so like torn but, about. I mean, look at Jordan. Apparently, he had like. They did some data and they said like 70% of tweets were like about him. I feel bad. So I'm not going to like put you in too much of a corner about Jordan because I know you're friends with him. Um, But obviously his, his, as she takes a sip of wine and like breathes, um, first of all, (laughs) and spits it. (laughs) I spilled it. Wait. I'm drunk. 
Does your necklace say selfish and then butter? Yeah, my necklace says selfish and the other other one says butter. And now that you're following me, you'll understand I have a cat named Butter who is my love of my life. And what is selfish? Selfish, I just think, (laughs) I just started this new thing where it's like, I think women have to be more selfish. They have to like, like stop trying to appease everyone around them and caretake everyone around them and like do what you want. So I mean it in like a positive way. I like that. Thank you. I've always been called selfish, so I feel like I fit into that. I think being selfish is empowering. And as a woman, we're taught not to be selfish in any way, but we have to be selfish for what's good for ourselves. Because I am bad with boundaries. Like I'll say yes to everything to make everyone happy. Yeah. And I recently was like, I have to be selfish for what I need and what I want. So it's like a self-reminder too. Exactly. Do you have like tattoos? I have zero tattoos. Maybe you need to get that tattooed. Maybe I should get it on my forehead if we have another season. (laughs) They're like, Hannah's storyline is crazy. She smokes weed now and has panic attacks and has a tattoo on her forehead. (laughs) Wait, what were you saying? Wait, what were you saying about Jordan? No, so. Get it over with. Okay, you're like, rip off the bandage. Rip off the bandage. No, so you know him from before. He basically hooked you up at bitches, kind of, and you worked with him. I have a long history with him. You have a long history. But I've never seen him in a like friend group. It's always been very work related. Was he cast? The same time as you? Yeah. So like they basically like brought me on and they, Paige and Jordan also worked for Betches. So it was like a good crew to bring oh, on together. Paige also worked for Betches. That's why I think season three was so great because it wasn't just like forcing random people onto the show. Like we you were knew friends. Each other, we and knew and you them. also kind of knew that. It was such an, a great like energy yeah. of everyone together. Yeah, no, it was cool. There was a little bit of like at the beginning, kind of like the separation between like the oldies and the newbies. The oldies had to deal with some of their own shit. Yeah. Like we came in, there was so much tension. And then we, but it, that kind of went away in a minute. Cause when I started, I was like, wow, like they all unfollowed Amanda and like yeah. there's going to be drama. And then like it was literally like they made up in five seconds. I think it's because it's like old news. Yeah. Like it was so the previous season, that's all it was. And we just, we didn't care about it. So like no one talked about it and then yeah. it kind of died. And I think we, we went in and I could have like jumped into that drama, but. I didn't know enough to have an educated opinion. Like even wait, but you watched the seasons. I watched it, but like I didn't. I don't know them, you know. So I didn't feel like I could. Also, it wouldn't make sense for me to be like, "Well, I saw what you did last season." Like you (laughs) can't do that. But Jordan kind. So okay. So on top of with Lindsay, I was like, "Where? Like your balls right now are huge." Because like Lindsay's kind of scary. What do you mean, kind of scary? She's the scariest. (laughs) Like we've our relationships evolved, but like when I first walked in, I was like, I to, understood you galore because like you were being real. Like I think you even said like because you were like you said something about having the guts to like confront her that it was like scary. Yeah, I peed myself the whole time, and I was very gentle. Also, she is scary. She is a very powerful lady. That's the thing. She's an alpha, but I'm an alpha too. Yeah, and that's why. We like had respect for each other, but also but, like, but but you're different alphas because you 100%. can be an alpha and you can be like approachable, yes. and you can be an alpha and be like, like you said, scary. That's the thing. Like, I, I always I'm wish I was scary, but I don't think I'm. I'm scary. an alpha in a way. Like I like to be able to like make sure everyone's okay. Like I love like healing and like understanding but see, people like, in a good way. You're in a good alpha, way, yeah. but I like to control. It. I want to make sure everyone's <laughs> doing good. Where she's like, I'm a boss ass bitch. Yeah. Um, but she was making fun of me saying I wasn't feminine enough or whatever. You guys should watch so, it if you haven't. Yeah, no. She said conf- she wants to girlify you and she told your dad. <laughs> oh, my dad was what did, so mad. Wait, what did she say to your... Because she, she said, said, we're trying to make Hannah more of a girl. 
mind you, my dad is my tennis coach. My dad yeah. still wishes I was the 10 year old like, tomboy running around. Legit. He gets mad when I put on nail polish. Did so he want to kill one. her? He basically, afterward, they didn't show this, but he basically was like, Hannah, like, do not change yourself for anyone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, believe me, I mean, I'm good. Yeah, you were like, I wasn't about to. I was like, I'm good. Don't worry about me. But she, when I confronted her, it was weird. I didn't have an emotion of anger. She was like, for you. I didn't have an emotion weird... of anger towards her. I, almost once I got there, I was going to like go in and tell her to go fuck herself. And then I was like. Especially because of your like feminist thing. Yeah. It goes against everything I believe in, yeah. which is like fem- being feminine is like, is a societal thing meant to like put you in a box. Femininity should be so much more flexible and whatever makes you confident and feel beautiful. No, I love that about you. Like you don't wear heels. I don't wear heels either. And I don't think anyone has ever called me not feminine, but I don't think I, I don't put on tons of makeup. I don't wear heels. Like I dress pretty like relaxed and homey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Comfortable. Com- comfortable is number fucking one. Yeah. So I wouldn't call it like not girly or not feminine. And if you think about it, like Lindsay had just had this like. A, she had a boob job and like she wanted to show her boobs the whole fucking episode. And she did. I mean the whole and season. And she was good at Even it. Even my husband who has to sit through my reality TV show watching is not always into it. It's like that Bless girl's him. showing her boobs a lot. Like she <laughs> must mean, like her boobs. She she was getting it. We say the other two new cast members were Lindsay's boobs. Um, but she, like, you know, she dyed her hair, platinum blonde. She, she felt like a she, new she person. She has worked down on her face, whatever. She's clearly wanted to change who she was. And I'm someone who's trying to just accept the person I currently am yeah. instead of trying to change. That's and I good, think, babe. Don't give in to, like, it, any of that pressure. I know. Reality TV recently, like, someone... They were like, you should get your teeth whitened. And I'm like, okay. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, we could fix this or that. And next thing you know, I'm like, this is how it happens. Wait, did you fix anything? I know I got scared. I just, oh. I like, I'll get my teeth whitened. But yeah. when would I have ever gotten my teeth whitened? Except if I wasn't on reality TV. Wait, who said that though? Producers or like No, no, friends? someone just in my, actually, Lindsay was like, hey, I have a guy who does it and like post some I mean, stories. It's scary. I feel like LA is a scarier place because they're like, like they treat it so like it's another bu- like it's buying gum at a drugstore. They're yeah. like, oh, throw that in, like so I can see how you can get twisted. But but you're a New Yorker. Is anyone else on the show from New York? That's the thing. No, that's a thing. And I am a different. That's a thing. I think you're the show needed breed. that too, yeah. like an authentic like city person. Yeah, that's, it's in our our. It's just a different mentality. It is a different mentality. But I ultimately kind of Lindsay's had a hard life. Her like mom left her, and this is not an excuse because I've had a hard life too. You've had a hard, had a hard life. You're like you've been in war. You've almost been in a war. <laughs> but you fought you in a war. You did have to get blood taken today, or whatever you did, and that was like a war. Scary. Um, to, everyone has their own burdens, and I f- almost I started to empathize for her. Just like she's sometimes not happy. She felt like she had to change herself, and I just wanted to tell her like. Just because you want to change yourself doesn't mean I have to change myself. Were you scared to say that? Are you kidding me? I was so scared. But you didn't say that. I didn't say it. (laughs) I was so scared. I I wanted to say you're like this perfect thing. Like that was prolific. That was so good. I basically was like, I basically was like, hey, like, I she apologized com- quickly. I basically though, said when people- I'm comfortable with who I am, and she was like, "I was, I did." She said she was like, you. And "I was in the ROTC," and I'm like, "Cool." I think she sees herself in me, and there's some like, there's, it's complicated. So the point of the story is, is it takes a lot for me to get angry. She did not make me angry, and more felt like empathy towards her. Jordan made me angry. Seeing the Jordan thing 
put aside the fact that it's kind of like questionable, like his sexual orientation a little bit just because of the way he speaks and kind of the way he lies about women and and what went down with Danielle though pissed me off on a whole different level because he literally like what was that he like made out with her in front of people but then they got home and he didn't want to make out with her and like then he talked behind her back and then he it just seemed like he's creating something in his mind that works for his story but he's like hurting this Poor girl, like on, on the way. I know she has like weird she reactions. Kind of weird. I was. She's, you know that when I wrote, I'm sorry. When mm-hmm. I wrote, kind of questions to talk to you about. I wrote and I went over it today, and I'll be honest, you guys, because you mm-hmm. know me, I'm honest. I wrote like Danielle thirsty, like question mark. And when I was going over that today, because like I said, like we were supposed to record this like a bit ago. I was like, I'm not going to ask that because I kind of don't feel I that anymore. I want to say something on the record. Yeah, Danielle is actually the least thirsty person on the cast. Word. I think she had some pressure like she wasn't originally casted back and I think then they brought her on and I think she had some pressure to just like bring it Mm. and Danielle is the one person on the show she gives all the money she makes from the show to her single mom oh okay she literally is the smartest one has the most successful career and like was always like on the LARR because her job wouldn't let her leave early like she's actually the chillest, coolest. Really? And I think because she's so cool, she almost had to force it a mm, little. Force the so like. So then it came off thirsty when really like. I see. She just was like trying. Trying to, to be part of it. Exactly. Mm, so see? when I see so many people love hating Danielle and I'm like, Danielle's literally the coolest, chillest. Like she's the one that like if she doesn't get asked back, she wouldn't give a shit. Really? A hundred percent. So you're not going to answer me if I ask you if she got asked back. Well, I cannot confirm tonight if we're filming. <laughs> right. So that's a no. But I wonder, now I feel bad. But see, then I had, I think it was like kind of closure because I might have thought that at the beginning just because she was really wanting a lot of different guys. And it seemed like... Also, like she was single. she had sex like legit. <laughs> Wait, I have to understand. Is it uh, Big Brother cameras? Yep. Are there also f- crews? There is, but like every there's cameras everywhere. So that's all what the I time. like about it. Because in Israel, I used to watch The Big Brother. Here, I don't. Yep. But Israel, it's like a really big thing. The Big Brother. Some and of the best scenes on Summer House are when like it's just late at night so and I like shit that. goes down. So I like the fact because I don't so know if I, you've I'm seen. I'm telling you, it's. One of the realest Bravo shows out there. That's what I'm there. saying. Like, I like it because uh, VPR, speaking of, is like, I don't remember, but when they started filming this season eight, um, someone sent me like a scene at TomTom where yeah. they're filming. And I was so fucking thrown off because it's legit like in a circle, like Lala, let's say Katie yeah. and uh, Stasi, and like, you know, film crews and booms and shit like that. And and you see their like their faces and you're mm-hmm. like, they're obviously like fighting right now, but how can that be so real when you have 5,000 producers in front of you, yeah. lights, cameras, so the big brother feel, like I know for sure that if I was in a house with cameras, I'd forget there were cameras. Well, yes, but, and also what I'd say to defend Vanderpump is once you're like season eight. You forget, you forget. legit. Yeah, and that's also, what Katie said. And also there's this, there's this weird mentality in where like, even though it's TV and even though they're producers and cameras, it's still real as in if I say some shit to you, it's on fucking TV. And you don't know if a producer told me or like, I'm like, you don't know if I'm just doing it for story or this is real. Like, it's all a mind fuck. Yeah. Reality TV is a incredible 
like mental warfare. It's interesting the way you probably feel feel about it because like you're coming from communications, which we know like I'm is a big it? deal. <laughs> I'm no communications really fucking like well. Like you learned like intro to mass I'm media. I'm gonna do a TED talk on intro <laughs> to mass media. <laughs> but I'm saying like you're coming from. I wasn't smart enough for journalism, but communications I was fucking killing. <laughs> <laughs> so you came from like let's say the behind the scenes sort of right. Like you would. That's so I get like, yelled at because they'll be like. You do your job and we'll Why? do what ours. What were you trying to well, do? It's just my natural brain where I'll... You're where, like, film from here. It's my better <gasps> angle. So, I think in the very beginning, I was just like trying a little too hard. And they were like, hey, you worry about you and let us make the TV show. And well, I'm like, yeah. I'll be so honest with you, babe. It didn't look at all like you I were trying to hard. I think after like the first two weeks. It was just the first two weekends. Like I knew... this is not, You know where the cameras it's, are. Yeah. You're trying to like... You I would like stare right into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then you have like an office I'm ready moment. for my close up. Yeah. But so I just have to, that's why I was telling you, like, I'm passionate about creating my podcast. I love editing comedy videos. But Summer House is I go out, I live my life. It comes out seven months later and I watch on TV. It's not my art. It's not like my, it's just me living my life. And and like a vehicle Mm -hmm. to promote all the things you're doing. Yeah. And I think as like, as women, like, it's important if we're going to be entrepreneurs, like, get those multiple sources of income. Yeah. Like, get that, like. Does Bravo pay well? I mean, the more you're, the longer you're on the show, the better you get paid. Yeah. Um, and do you know how to make like smart decisions about that and like haggle? So or I'm like- lucky. I, I mean, I, I'm not lucky. I was, I decided to have a manager mm. and I was like, I'm terrible at negotiating. I'm the kind of person I'm like, whatever you want, it's okay. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm the worst negotiator. It's like, cause I go in and I'm like, I want this. And then you're like looking at them and I'm like, oh, they have a family. Yeah. Like whatever, you can have the extra yeah, $3,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so I've, I have, I always say like, you do your work and if you're in the entertainment field, get other people to be the bad cops. Like yeah. I have a manager that's like, will fight all my battles for me. Oh good. Um, so you got that after you were cast? Af- no, I got it after, once it started airing and I started to get some heat. But I also, I started to get some heat from my, it's funny, from my Twitter. Like yeah. before Summer before House Summer aired, House. Yeah. I just started tweeting and it started to get picked up by a lot of accounts. Maybe you picked it up one of these days. I don't know, maybe you retweeted me. I think I did. Like I think if, I did. If, for sure. We've definitely crossed paths. We definitely have. Because um, I've definitely fun, heard of your account. You write account. like funny tweets. And Thank you. You write like liners. And yeah. it's interesting because people connect with you because instead of just seeing my photo, like people were liking what I was saying yeah. and then people would share it and then people would follow me to see. Because everyone would, is like, oh, why are you posting tweets on your Instagram? I'm like, do you know every meme page you like? Yeah. Well, it starts somewhere. And yeah. a lot of the time it starts from a tweet yeah. that's posted on people Instagram. People ask you that? Oh, people are like, why are you posting tweets on your Instagram? That's weird. People aren't following you because they're like obsessed with your brunch outfit. Right. They might like it. Yeah. But that's not the True. reason they're following you. And True. with me, I always think like, why am I putting something into the universe? Like when I was private, I would post something because I liked a photo of me and my friend or like I wanted to just show like I liked a photo of me and my family. But now that all these people are following me, I'm like, if I'm going to post something, what am I putting into the universe? Am I trying to make people jealous by posting a photo with a hot guy? Yeah. Am I trying to make girls jealous by showing that like I look fit right now? Uh, oh, some, a lot of people post for guys. They're yeah. like, I want guys to think I'm hot. I personally... Wait, do people slide... Do guys slide into I, your DMs? I like, can't... It's never a hot guy. They're never really, hot. Really, Hannah? No. I mean, the kind of... I, I wonder if guys watch Summer House. I think a lot of guys' girlfriends do. So like taken guys do. 
Do you but get like skeevy taken guys? I get guys who like like my personality. Like they're like, oh, like yeah, I love your tweets. You're so funny. Oh, and I'm like, okay, I I don't know. I guess I don't. I like shy guys. That's like my new thing. So I wouldn't like the kind of guy that would like aggressively slide yeah. into my DM. But you said on the show that you're like aggressive. It's not. I said aggressive. But I think I'm just New York. Like I'm yeah. not afraid to talk to anyone. Yeah. I'm not gonna go up to a guy and be like, "Yeah, I like your ass. Let me slap it." <laughs> it's more just like I'm, I'm not gonna sit there the in the vision corner. Of you in the <laughs> grand where I can't. I can't get him. Oh my god. Because I think it was, I was so just like. Funny. I think it was just like random. Like it was like scene. Hannah like like <laughs> toppling Dave in her bed. What's funny is that scene. <laughs> We, I remember in my head being like, I don't want to be that girl having a sex scene on Bravo. Yeah. But then we got really drunk that night at, at that Club Monaco party and <laughs> he like took off my dress and then he like stepped on my foot. Do you remember? Oh, and yeah. I was you like, were like, ow. ow. It was I'm like, like awkward. And he's huge. Like he's 6'6". Six, six. He stepped on my foot. I oh thought my I was going to no. die. And then- Is that the night you broke your like finger? Oh, that was a whole different night. My pinky's still not the same. Is it this one? Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. It'll never be the same. I thought it would get more airtime, but it's okay. <laughs> just a fucking, I broke my pinky. I'm still waiting to see if I can get reimbursed. No, it was like drama, like Hannah's in the hospital. Dun, dun, dun. And then like it was over in a second because yeah. it was just my pinky, whatever. I Apparently I was in the cab going, I'm never going to play tennis again. And the British Dave was like, you don't even play tennis anymore. Like, what are you talking You're about? You're not a professional. <laughs> but yeah, I- I don't like wearing thongs. I think because I was a tennis player my whole life. like It wasn't comfortable. It was not comfortable. Apparently, it could get like bacterial infections, like having a thong rub up and down while you're sweating. I don't, I don't wear know. thongs either, yeah. I don't wear thongs. I don't think having floss up my ass is comfortable. Yeah. Maybe I could get used to it, but I just haven't gotten there. And so I wore these boy shorts under this dress. <laughs> Personally, I'm kind of happy I didn't have a thong in everyone's face. Wait, like, but okay, you were shirtless, no? Oh, yeah, I didn't wear a bra with the dress. I hate bras. So was there a camera like the other direction that saw no, your that boobs? No, that was a hidden, that's just hidden cameras. No, but so we saw your back. Yeah. But was, is there a camera that saw your front? I don't believe so. There's just like one camera in that oh, room. Oh, there was thing. one but camera like, in like the corner. It's everywhere in Summer House. Like, you just have to accept, like, so you don't care. People, I try not to. You try not to because your family watches and stuff. My dad, actually, my mom was like, don't watch this scene. And he was like, whatever. And he just like laughed because he just laughed at oh it. My he God. thought it was stupid. Um, my family's weird though. But thank God I didn't have a thong. My dad would have been like, <laughs> would be my dad would have been really yeah. upset. He just thought it was funny because I was like, I fell and like, he didn't At least care. it was like you. And exactly. it wasn't just like. I wasn't like, oh, I want you to have sex with me. <laughs> Put your dick in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, this podcast just got real. No, I was just being silly and we kissed a little. He might have grabbed a tit. First base. Come what on, people. What happened with British Dave? Oh, yeah. So then after the show, like we dated until, we dated like three or four months after the show. And I just like. I'm 27. Like, I didn't feel like he was my person. Do you feel like if you met your person that you would be ready to, like, be engaged at the end of this? I'm like, in Bachelor Red <laughs> World. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I'm not in a rush at all. Like, but I got I'm, engaged at 26. How long did you date for? Five years. Okay, yeah. No, that's all. And still, like, in Israel, it's common. Like, people get married. Is he Israeli? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, But... I was still like, oh my God, you're proposing? What's wrong with you? Like, people made fun of me because they were like, I'm here, you're dating for five years. Like, it makes sense. Like, I'm, it makes sense. And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm 31 now. And like, the idea of like having a baby still seems like, oh my God, I'm like, it's a baby. Yeah. So I'm like, kind of behind with things, and you have to like push me to yeah. them. But technically, 27 isn't like young I mean, to get engaged. I mean, my parents met at 24. 
they met at like 23 or something. They were engaged in like, I think like six or seven months. They have that like, when you know, you know mentality. Yeah. And they've Say been that together. On a first date, be like, that's where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> when you know, you know. So I do have a thing in the back of my mind like, oh no. You'll and like, know. I haven't known yet. Yeah. So I'm, I just am in no rush. But if it, if it comes, I'm yeah. ready to accept it. But you're not like, living your best life of like single life right now because of the show. I'm kind and like, of seeing someone right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone interessante. Yeah. I'm seeing someone who's like, so not my normal type. Like he's not six two. He's only five eleven, which is off brand for me. But Wait, he, you're five seven. I'm five seven. Yeah. Okay. But, like heels were like almost the same, whatever. I'm over it. I'm moving on. Um, he, but I was like doing that to objectify men cause I didn't want emotion. So I'd be like, I'm like fucking dudes who are six, six. And honestly, <laughs> their dicks are too big. Like it wasn't even that fun. Is it really like that? Oh my God. I mean, it depends on the guy, but like you, let's just medium sized dicks, ladies. Like, but is it really like the taller, the bigger? Not always, okay. but sometimes yes. Yeah. Like look at their entire body. Like they it doesn't wore make like a 14 size shoe. So Dave... Dave, Broke everyone, slide me. into him. <laughs> he said that he gets recognized everywhere now because he's he's so okay, tall. Okay, Dave, <laughs> and let's I'm, relax. And he was like, I didn't want fame. I don't okay, want Dave. And now he's texting me. He's like, I went to Surf Lodge and everyone was going up to me. And I'm like, cool. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm yeah, well, glad I'm getting down. you ass now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm like, I believe that like I'll, I'll find my person, but I'm not... When you try to find your person, you project shit on other people, and then you're in an eight eight month relationship that ruins you. That's my two cents. But you're done with like that. You're done with the relationship that ruined you because you said on the show you said on the show that you went on like antidepressants because of him. It it was more like he exacerbated. It's never because of the guy. Like I had anxiety from like tennis and like perfectionism and not listening to my like inner voice and not trusting myself. And he like brought all that out of yeah. me. And then I was like, not, I like lost my appetite, which is not like me. And I, my heart was like beating really fast. Day, yeah. And I was really, it, it was just, I was sick to my stomach. You were sick to your stomach like, I for like a long period re- of time. It was like three or four weeks. Like I remember getting a sandwich at lunch and being really embarrassed that I couldn't eat it. And people were and like, like, then I knew something and was I knew, wrong. Like, the, the, I live for lunch. I live for breakfast. I live for dinner. I live. I wait all day, all every minute after breakfast. I'm like, when I'm going to eat lunch? And I couldn't eat it because I was so sick. My stomach was turning. And I finally, like, I broke up with him. And I was like, I need to eat. And I went on antidepressants, just like 20 milligrams of this drug called Paxil. Yeah. And then, like, in like, and I was going to therapy in like two or three weeks. It like. I got my appetite back and I was back to normal. But like, this is the thing with mental health. Are you still taking it? I'm still on it. I think it was good. I think I have love antidepressants. I have the natural brain where like I'm always in my head thinking. And that's what makes like Like my Israeli friend said it the best when we were talking about our anxiety. She was like, I can eat my brain with a spoon. Yeah. Like eat it with a spoon. Like mm-hmm. dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and another thought. Another I love thought. these Israeli sayings. I'm telling you, we got it down. And that's why like for me, like being the mix, like really it adds more eating of the brain to me because yeah. I like I live in like different cultures and think in different languages. But 
a lot of times I'll talk to like my friends who have anxiety about anxiety. And sometimes I'll come to my therapist. I'm like, where are your two cents about eating your brain with a fucking spoon? Like you're not saying shit. And sometimes I'll tell her, mm-hmm. I'll be like my friends said that like when you think about it and she'll be like, that's a great point. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you make it? I'm paying you. Yeah, I didn't you. have to pay her for yeah. that. <laughs> but it's important to be, once you're self-aware of it, yeah. And you accept it, then you don't identify with it. You're like, oh, that's a, like annoying. Fr- like I call it like your mean roommate. That's it's a not good you place in your to, head. That's a good place to get to in a healthy place. But that also means that you've come a long way with. And it. also, my anxiety is what makes me who I am. It's what made me like a successful tennis player. I literally player. love Hannah. I'm going to hold her hand right now because so it's much. really true. Yeah. And I said that to my therapist the other week. Um, I think I was like. I don't want my anxiety to like not be. Yeah. Like I like it. Why do you think we're so good at like making all these tweets and why I'm a good comedian is because my brain is always churning. And for every funny thought, there's a fucked up thought that I turn funny. And for yeah. every depressed thought, there's a way like I'm just thinking all the You're fucking just time. And I'm the in time. my head and sometimes and it goes for the bad, good and the bad. But sometimes it goes good. People yeah. are like, how do you come up with these tweets? I'm like, because my brain doesn't shut the fuck up. My brain, like literally, I'll reach for my phone like when half like one eye is closed and I'll be like <laughs> When you eat too much food and I like write something I thought of and it's legit like that's when I get asked like how my Instagram started. That's how it started. Like for me not falling asleep one night, thinking about the name and just like writing shit. Um, And also people have talked to me recently They're like your career is going so well and it's like a good, a little bit of anxiety is good because I put every day I wake up and want to do better than the next day. And I'm not about like hustle, get up at 6am. No, do what's best for you and what makes you happy. But then like own it. We live one life. That one. Someone said a good quote. I think it was Sarah Blakely from. Um, she's the owner of. She started Spanx. She's like iconic. Oh my god! And Kim Kardashian said, is like, coming for her with her new shapewear oh, line. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a whole nother kimono, mm, kimono or whatever it's called now. She changed it. I know. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Um, TBD. Oh good, babe. You you I know, can girl. be like a co-host with me on my girl. pop culture subjects. <laughs> yes. Who knew, girl? I was talking to my sister when she's my co-host. Usually, <laughs> might be replaced. <laughs> Um, I was like, so, so Kim Kardashian. I was like, Kim Kardashian's shaper line kimono is fucked up because, and my sister's like, what's kimono? And I'm like, well, she needs to watch your back. Yeah. But this <laughs> quote that Sarah Blakely said, <laughs> we're so ADD, it's so funny. Um, she said, life is not like a, a tryout. Like you live one life. It's not like a practice performance like we live one life go for it go for it go for it and it does and like I sleep till 9 30 every day I go to bed when I, I eat whatever I want but it's more like do what you love and fully commit to it and my anxiety drives me a little drives you a little and That's good. it's not what I try to my last thing with like my podcast is I'm trying to promote like it's not mental illness it's mental health you don't have to be in a psych ward to care about your mind all of us need to have mental health, just like we need physical health. Yeah. So I'm trying to just like end that stigma. Yeah. And I think the world is definitely getting better at yeah. it. And like even, I mean, it, it it sucks that that's the way it works, but celebrities talk about it. Like it even helps me, like I'll read about celebrities with mental health stuff and you're like, they have it too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I felt alone at 17 having my first panic attack, I definitely don't today. Like, if I oh, ever yeah. feel it for a second, I'm like... Our parents didn't even know what panic attacks were. Which makes you think, you know? Like, like how lost could they have been Yeah, but also, like, how we're so affected by, like, society and, like, 
The fact What's that they normal? didn't have that. Let's blame our parents for everything. And it'd be <laughs> blame you, them. <laughs> blame them for everything. Hannah, I have like a gazillion more things to ask you, but like we went on for so long <laughs> about stupid shit. So we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> we will. We're going to have to do this again. And I'm definitely going to have you on Burning in Hell. So <laughs> you guys, if you love Amanda and you want to get to know her a little more, come over to Burning in Hell, B-E-R-N-E. B-E-R-N-I-N-G. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah, it's a pun on my last name, Burn It in Hell. And it'll be a good time. And Hannah, tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, yeah. Follow me at Being Burns, B-E-I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z. I know it's complicated. It was like my but old username. search Hannah Burner, you'll be the first person. Search Hannah Burner. It's a palindrome. No big deal. <laughs> What's up? H A N N A H. It's spelled the same forward to backward palindrome. Look at you oh, learning new things I today. I told you, babe. It's okay because I like lost a little bit of culture here and yeah, there. Yeah, because you have so many other words in your head. I do. That I don't have. And like languages. I'm just a dumb New Yorker. So Hannah's like hustling galore. We're going to hope to see her on season four of Summer House. She can't go for an eye, but we're going to like really hope for it. And I loved seeing you on season three. Thank like you. Galore. I don't know how I'm going to watch one and two if you're not in it. You should watch it though. Just I'll probably to, watch it. Like just I to need fill to in now. the time. I need to go back, but I didn't ask you about a gazillion things. So we're going to have to do this again. We'll do a part two. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Thank you to Hannah Burner. Really enjoyed having her on. I'm going to be on her show, Burning in Hell, pretty soon. So be sure to keep an eye out and uh, tune in when that does happen. Thank you to the Podglomerate Network for editing and producing my show. And you guys, you know, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts if you haven't yet. And I will see you next Tuesday. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.